Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome assistant managers to another edition of Survive from C Store Center. You're the unsung heroes behind the humming efficiency of a convenience store. Every item placement, every shelf display, and every promotional stand has a role to play in maximizing sales. In this episode, we'll dive deep into the world of product placement and visual merchandising. Buckle up, strategic product placement for maximum visibility. Every product in your store deserves its time in the limelight. Here's how to ensure it gets it. One, high level is buy level. The most prime real estate in your store is at the customer's eye level. Products placed here are more likely to be seen and consequently purchased. Consider placing your best sellers or high margin items here. Imagine walking into a store. What's the first thing you do? Naturally, your gaze drifts straight ahead, scanning the items placed right in front of your eyes. It's this instinctive behavior that gives the eye-level shelf its nickname as the most prime real estate in any retail establishment. You see, products placed at eye-level are in the direct line of sight for most customers. They don't have to look up and strain their necks or bend down and squint to find what they're looking for. It's all right there, easily accessible and begging to be noticed. Here's a little anecdote for you. I remember talking to a fellow assistant manager named Terry. He was puzzled about why a particular high-margin product wasn't selling as expected. It was popular elsewhere, but in his store, it was gathering dust. On a hunch, I asked where it was placed. Terry said, bottom shelf, right at the back. A simple shift of that product to eye level, and within a week, Terry reported an uptick in sales. Just by relocating it to the customer's direct line of sight. So, next time you're wondering where to place those best sellers or high margin items, think about that eye level shelf. It's a prime spot that, quite literally, meets the customer's gaze. And as we've seen, when a product is easily visible, it stands a much higher chance of ending up in the shopping basket. 2. Entrance Attraction Products placed near the entrance garner attention. This is where new products or promotional items should sit. Now, assistant managers, let's shift our focus just a little from the center of the store to the very first space customers step into. That's right, the entrance. Think of it as the first impression zone. We've all heard how crucial first impressions are in meetings or interviews, but they're equally vital in retail. The entrance is like a stage spotlight. Whatever sits there is bound to be noticed. It's the customer's introduction to your store's offerings. Placing new products or promotional items near the entrance can create an immediate sense of novelty or urgency, compelling customers to consider a purchase right from the get-go. Let me share a story with you. I once knew a store manager, Gina. She was excited about introducing a new line of gourmet snacks. After placing them in the usual snack section, she noticed the sales were okay, but not spectacular. On a whim, Gina decided to move a promotional stand with these snacks right to the entrance. The transformation was evident. Customers were drawn to this new product, intrigued by its prime placement. They tried it, loved it, and word spread. Sales skyrocketed, all because the product was moved to a place where it couldn't be overlooked. Remember, the entrance sets the tone for the customer's entire shopping experience. Use that space wisely, and you might just see some items flying off the shelves faster than you'd expect. 3. End caps and checkout counters. End caps, those displays at the end of aisles, are high visibility spots. Use them for promotional items or new launches. The checkout counter is ideal for impulse purchases. Alright, let's pivot a bit, assistant managers. We've talked about the center of the store and the entrance, but there are two other high-impact zones in your store that we can't overlook, the end caps and the checkout counters. End caps are those displays you see right at the end of the aisles. 
They're like the encore at the end of a great musical performance, capturing the attention of shoppers as they navigate the aisles. Their prominent position makes them the perfect spots for promotional items or new launches. When customers round the corner of an aisle, their eyes naturally fall on these end caps. The products there get the kind of visibility that can significantly boost sales. And then there's the checkout counter. We've all been there waiting in line to pay, and suddenly a small, unexpected item catches our eye. Before we know it, it's added to our basket. The checkout counter is the final touch point in the shopping journey and is an excellent place for those impulse purchases. Here's a story that ties this all together. Martin, a convenience store assistant manager, was looking for ways to increase sales of a new brand of energy drink. Initially, he placed them with the other beverages. But then, he decided to give them prime spots on the end caps and added a few by the checkout counter. Within days, customers who had overlooked the energy drinks in the beverage section were now giving them a try. And the ones waiting at the checkout, they started picking up a can for the road, intrigued by this new offering they hadn't noticed before. Martin's sales numbers spoke volumes, and the placement change was a resounding success. So, when considering product placement, don't forget these two valuable zones. They might just be the strategic spots you need to give certain products the spotlight they deserve. Cross-merchandising opportunities. Cross-merchandising is the art of displaying products from different categories together to encourage multiple purchases. Here are ways to harness its potential. 1. Theme displays. Group products that fit a theme. Think summer essentials with sunscreen, bottled water, and flip-flops. Alright, assistant managers, while we've been delving into the power of placement, there's another trick up our sleeves to boost sales, cross-merchandising through theme displays. It's all about creating a narrative with the products and making shopping an experience. Theme displays involve grouping products that revolve around a particular theme. It's like setting up a mini-story within your store. For example, consider summer essentials. With this theme in mind, you'd showcase sunscreen, bottled water, and flip-flops together. The goal is to create a visual prompt that nudges customers to think, oh, I might need all of these for my day out. Let me share a memorable experience about this strategy. Sarah, an assistant manager at a downtown convenience store, noticed that individually some of her summer products had steady, but not spectacular sales. So she got creative. Sarah set up a beach day out themed display near the store's window, bringing together sunscreen, bottled water, flip-flops, and even portable fans. The result? Customers didn't just come in for one item, they often picked up two or more, enticed by the vision of a perfect day at the beach. The themed display didn't just increase sales, it enhanced the entire shopping experience. Remember, by presenting products in a themed context, you're doing more than just selling items. You're selling an idea, a lifestyle, or an experience. And often, that can be a game changer in terms of customer engagement and sales. 2. Complementary products. Place chips next to dips or batteries near gadgets. If a customer picks up one, they're likely to consider the other. Now, assistant managers, while themed displays are fantastic for painting a broader picture, let's zero in on a more targeted cross-merchandising tactic, pairing complementary products. This strategy is all about intuitive connections. When one item is picked up, it nudges the customer towards another related item. Consider the simple pairings of chips and dips or batteries and gadgets. Each product can stand alone, but together, they make so much sense. By placing them side by side, you're subtly hinting to the customer, hey, if you're getting this, you might need that too. I remember a chat I had with Carlos, an assistant manager from a neighborhood convenience store. 
He was curious about the sudden spike in sales of a particular brand of gourmet chips. While the chips were tasty, they weren't flying off the shelves initially. He later realized that a staff member had placed them right next to a new assortment of dips. Customers reaching for the dip saw the chips and thought, why not? Conversely, those who grabbed the chips first figured they might as well try out a dip to go with them. This unintentional but brilliant move resulted in boosted sales for both products. It's moments like these that highlight the power of strategic product placement. When complementary items are paired thoughtfully, it can lead to spontaneous decisions by the customer to purchase both, enhancing their shopping experience and, of course, your sales numbers. 3. Promotional Pairs Discounts on combined purchases, like buy a coffee, get a muffin 50% off can drive sales of both products. Diving deeper into our cross-merchandising tactics, assistant managers, let's discuss something that nearly everyone loves, deals and promotions. Specifically, the magic of promotional pairs. This approach is a win-win. Customers feel like they're getting a fantastic deal, and you get to drive sales of not one, but two products. The idea behind promotional pairs is straightforward. Offer discounts on combined purchases, such as buy a coffee, get a muffin 50% off. By doing this, you're not only selling the primary item, but also enticing the customer to go for the add-on, thanks to the attractive deal. Here's a tale from my own experience that showcases this perfectly. At a convenience store I frequently visited, I noticed a new offer, buy a sandwich, get a drink for half the price. At face value, it seemed simple, but the brilliance was in the pairing. Sam, the assistant manager, noticed that while sandwiches were popular, a particular brand of artisanal soda wasn't moving as fast. By pairing the two, not only did the soda sales pick up, but sandwich sales saw an uptick too. Customers, who might have just opted for a sandwich, now thought, a drink for half off? Sure, why not? And just like that, the promotional pair turned a slow-selling item into a hot commodity. Promotional pairs can be a powerful tool in your cross-merchandising arsenal. It's all about finding the right combination and offering a deal that feels irresistible to your customers. By doing this, you can increase the perceived value and enhance the overall shopping experience. And in retail, a happy customer often means a returning customer. Principles of Effective Visual Merchandising 1. Simplicity is key. Overloading displays can be overwhelming. Stick to a focused selection of products for each display. Alright, assistant managers, having discussed various strategic product placements and cross-merchandising opportunities, let's now delve into the backbone of it all, the principles of effective visual merchandising. And the first and perhaps the most important rule, simplicity is key. In the bustling environment of a convenience store, it can be tempting to showcase as many products as possible, especially when there's a diverse range to choose from. However, overloading displays can lead to a sensory overload for customers. When faced with too many choices, customers can become overwhelmed, leading to indecision or even causing them to walk away without purchasing anything. The beauty of simplicity is that it allows products to breathe, making it easier for customers to focus and make choices. A streamlined, focused selection of products for each display can be more impactful than cramming every available space. I recall an encounter with Maya, an assistant manager of a small convenience store. She was enthusiastic about a recent shipment of artisanal snacks and wanted to showcase them all. The initial display was packed, with every variant vying for attention. After a few days, she noticed that despite the array of choices, sales weren't reflecting the effort. Acting on a suggestion, Maya simplified the display, highlighting just a few flavors while rotating them weekly. 
This decluttering led to customers pausing, taking interest, and ultimately purchasing. Sales for those snacks started to climb. Maya realized that sometimes less truly is more. Remember, by keeping things simple, you're allowing your products to shine and making the shopping experience more pleasant and less stressful for your customers. A clean, organized, and straightforward display can be a magnet that draws customers in and encourages them to make a purchase. 2. Balance and Symmetry Products should be arranged in a manner that's easy on the eyes. This could be symmetrical, where products mirror each other, or asymmetrical, creating a sense of movement. Taking a step further from simplicity, let's discuss another pillar of visual merchandising, balance and symmetry. While simplicity is about decluttering and presenting a clear message, balance ensures that the presentation is pleasing to the eyes and easy to digest. Balance and symmetry in displays cater to our inherent desire for order and harmony. When products are arranged with a sense of balance, they're more appealing to customers. Symmetrical arrangements, where products mirror each other on either side of a display, give a sense of stability and calm. On the other hand, an asymmetrical arrangement, which might have different products or groupings on each side, can create a sense of movement and excitement. I remember a time when I visited a convenience store managed by a friend, Liam. He had just set up a new display for beverages. One side showcased organic teas, and the opposite side highlighted flavored water. While both were popular, the display felt a tad up. After some pondering, he decided to rearrange by creating a symmetrical display, placing similar colored teas and waters opposite each other. The result was a harmonious look that drew customers in. And for those wanting a little adventure, he created a separate asymmetrical display near the entrance, showcasing a mix of new arrivals, creating a vibrant, dynamic feel. By understanding and employing both balance techniques, Liam managed to cater to a wider audience and drive sales. So, assistant managers, as you craft your displays, remember the power of balance. Whether you're going for the calm of symmetry or the zest of asymmetry, ensure that the arrangement feels purposeful and inviting. A well-balanced display can make all the difference in how a customer perceives and interacts with the products. 3. Color Coordination Group products with similar colors together. This creates a cohesive and attractive display. Building on the concepts of simplicity and balance, there's another tool in the visual merchandising toolkit that can make displays pop, color coordination. Color, as we all know, has a profound impact on our emotions and decisions, even when we're not consciously aware of it. And in a retail setting, using color to your advantage can make a world of difference. Grouping products with similar colors together creates a cohesive and visually appealing display. When products of the same color or complementary colors are placed side by side, they naturally draw the eye, making it easier for customers to spot and potentially purchase them. I've got a story that highlights the impact of color coordination beautifully. A while back, I was talking with Alina, an assistant manager at a convenience store known for its diverse range of snacks. They had just received a new range of packaged snacks and vibrant packaging. Instead of placing them haphazardly, Elena decided to create a rainbow aisle. Starting with reds, she grouped products based on their packaging colors, transitioning smoothly from one hue to the next. The result? An aisle that was not just a shopping spot, but a visual treat. Customers were naturally drawn to it, often walking the length of the aisle, intrigued by the progression of colors. Many ended up trying new snacks simply because they were captivated by the display. Sales surged, and Alina's colorful creativity became the talk of the town. In essence, color coordination isn't just about aesthetics, it's a strategic move. 
By understanding and harnessing the power of colors, you can create displays that not only catch the eye, but also resonate with the emotions of your customers, driving engagement in sales. So, next time you're setting up a display, think about the color wheel and let it guide your placements. For regular rotation, freshness matters. Regularly rotate products to give different items their time to shine and keep displays fresh. Navigating further into the world of visual merchandising, let's touch upon a principle that keeps your store environment dynamic and ever-evolving, regular rotation. While color and balance play their roles in attracting customers, ensuring that your displays remain fresh is crucial for keeping regular customers engaged and drawing in new ones. Think of your store as a stage. While the setting remains the same, the actors, in this case, the products, need to change and rotate to keep the audience's interest alive. Regularly rotating products ensures that different items get their moment in the spotlight and prevents your displays from becoming stagnant or predictable. Let me share an experience that drives this point home. Dave, an assistant manager at a bustling city convenience store, noticed that while some sections of his store always attracted customers, others were often overlooked. Rather than accepting this as a given, he introduced a rotation strategy. Every two weeks, products from less visited aisles were moved to high traffic areas, and vice versa. This simple shuffle had a twofold effect. Regular customers began discovering products they hadn't noticed before, and items that previously sat in the shadows were suddenly flying off the shelves. One regular customer even commented, I love how there's always something new to discover here. For Dave, rotation wasn't just a chore, it was an opportunity. To all the assistant managers reading this, consider regular rotation as a breath of fresh air for your store. Not only does it spotlight different products, but it also keeps your regulars curious and excited for what they might discover on their next visit. And in the world of retail, a sense of discovery and novelty is often a ticket to sustain customer interest and loyalty. 5. Accessibility. Customers should be able to easily pick up and interact with products. Ensure there are no barriers to products. Having delved into the importance of rotation, there's yet another principle that is fundamental to ensuring your store's success, accessibility. While setting up engaging and visually appealing displays is essential, it's equally important to ensure that customers can easily interact with and pick up the products they're interested in. In a nutshell, the path between seeing a product and deciding to purchase it should be as seamless as possible. Imagine a customer being intrigued by a product on display, but finding it difficult to reach or examine due to its placement. Such barriers can often deter a potential sale. In retail, every hindrance, however small, can impact a customer's shopping experience in your bottom line. I'm reminded of an incident involving Carla, an assistant manager at a popular convenience store. She had just set up a beautiful display of artisanal jams, showcasing a variety of flavors. However, the jars were placed on a high shelf, making it difficult for many customers to reach. Carla noticed a customer, an elderly lady, showing interest in a particular flavor but hesitating because of its placement. Realizing the oversight, Carla quickly repositioned the display to a more accessible height. The customer was not only grateful but also ended up buying multiple jars. From that day on, Carla made it a rule to ensure that every product was easily reachable and interactable. Sales for various products improved and the feedback from customers was overwhelmingly positive. For all our diligent assistant managers out there, always keep accessibility at the forefront of your mind. While aesthetics and placement are crucial, ensuring that customers can effortlessly access and interact with products is fundamental. 
It's a simple yet powerful reminder barriers, no matter how unintentional, can cost sales. Make it easy for your customers and they'll likely reward you with their loyalty and purchases. Practice exercises for arranging displays. Now let's put theory into practice. Exercise 1, the eye level test. Pick a random aisle in your store. Identify products at eye level. Are they best sellers or high margin items? If not, ask your manager about considering a swap. Most convenience store chains have schematics set up by people at the corporate office. All right, assistant managers, while understanding the principles is crucial, putting them into action is where the real magic happens. Let's take a practical step in applying what we've learned with a straightforward exercise called the I-Level Test. The I-Level Test Instructions 1. Head over to a random aisle in your store. 2. Observe the products placed at eye level. Ask yourself, are these my best sellers? Are they high margin items? 3. If you find that they aren't, it might be time to consider a swap. After all, this prime real estate should be working to your advantage. Discuss with your store manager. To illustrate the importance of this exercise, I'll share a quick story about Mike, an assistant manager at a convenience store. One day, he took on the eye-level test challenge. As he scanned his chosen aisle, he realized that a generic brand of cereal, which wasn't a particularly high seller, occupied the prime eye-level spot. Meanwhile, a popular, high-margin cereal was sitting on the bottom shelf. Acting swiftly, Mike swapped their positions. Within a week, sales of the high-margin cereal surged, while the generic brand still maintained steady sales from its loyal buyers, albeit from its new position. This simple switch not only boosted the store's revenue, but was also a clear testament to the power of product placement. Mike now regularly performs the eye-level test and often finds small tweaks that make a significant impact. So, grab this opportunity, put on your merchandising hats, and give the eye-level test a go. You might be pleasantly surprised by the insights you gain and the positive changes you can enact with just a bit of rearrangement. Every tweak, every adjustment counts, and it all adds up to create a store experience that's optimized for bulk sales and customer satisfaction. Exercise 2, Theme Creation. Create a theme display. For instance, if it's winter, group together mittens, hot cocoa, and lip balm. Notice the products that fit naturally together. Diving further into the hands-on realm of merchandising, let's transition to a fun and creative exercise that brings a holistic shopping experience to your customers. Theme Creation. By curating themed displays, you not only offer convenience to the shoppers, but also craft a narrative that can often entice them to purchase more than they initially intended. Theme creation exercise instructions. 1. Consider the current season or an upcoming holiday. 2. Select a spot in your store for the theme display. 3. Gather products that fit naturally within this theme. For a winter theme, you might consider items like mittens, hot cocoa, and lip balm. 4. Arrange these products together, keeping in mind all the visual merchandising principles we've discussed. 5. Observe customer reactions and interactions with the display. Take note of which products are popular and which might need a different approach. Here's a story that encapsulates the power of theme creation. Lisa, an assistant manager, wanted to introduce a tropical summer theme in her store. She thoughtfully grouped together sunscreens, colorful summer hats, tropical flavored drinks, and even a few beach toys. What was heartening to see was a dad who came in for a drink but left with a summer hat for himself and beach toys for his kids. He mentioned how the display reminded him of an upcoming beach trip and he needed to pick up a few things. Without the theme display, he might have walked out with just a drink. That's the essence of theme creation. 
It's not just about showcasing products. It's about painting a picture, telling a story that resonates with the customer's needs and aspirations. By immersing them in a theme, you're not only guiding their purchase decisions, but also enhancing their overall shopping experience. So take a moment, let your creativity flow, and see how you can transform a part of your store with a compelling theme. Exercise 3. Color Play Choose one color. Now, find all the items in your store with predominantly blue packaging. Try to create an attractive display using just these items. Drawing from our exploration of color coordination as a principle of visual merchandising, let's get our hands dirty with an exercise that underscores the allure of monochromatic displays. Color Play Color Play Exercise Instructions 1. Select a color for our example, let's say blue. 2. Wander through your store and gather items that have predominantly blue packaging. 3. Using just these blue items, craft an eye-catching display. Remember to keep in mind the other principles of visual merchandising, like balance and accessibility. 4. Observe how customers interact with this unique display and which items draw the most attention. To bring this to life, let me share the tale of Sarah, an assistant manager at a downtown convenience store. Sarah loved the idea of playing with color and decided to focus on the color green. From green tea packets and mint flavored candies to green packaged cleaning products, she crafted a display that was not only visually cohesive, but also surprisingly diverse in product range. A regular customer who came in to grab his usual snacks paused at the green themed section. He picked up a packet of green tea, mentioning to Sarah, I've been wanting to try green tea for a while, and this display just reminded me. It was a simple but effective testimony to the power of color play. When products are grouped by color, they create a visual impact that can attract and engage customers in unexpected ways. Moreover, a monochromatic display can emphasize products that might otherwise get lost in the store's wider array. So, go ahead, pick a color, and see the magic unfold as you play around with a hue-centric display in your store. It's not just about selling products, it's about crafting a visual narrative that captures attention and piques curiosity. Exercise 4. Cross Merchandise Challenge Identify two products in your store that could be sold together but aren't currently displayed as such. Design a mini display to encourage customers to buy them as a pair. Building upon our insights into cross-merchandising opportunities, let's channel that knowledge into a hands-on task that can yield immediate results. I'd like to introduce you to the cross-merchandise challenge. Cross-merchandise challenge instructions. 1. Scan your store and pinpoint two products that naturally complement each other but aren't currently showcased together. 2. Once you've identified this pair, design a mini display, placing these two products side by side, perhaps even offering a small discount if purchased together. 3. Over the next few days, keenly observe how customers respond to this new pairing and whether it influences purchasing behavior. Let's dive into a story to illuminate the power of this challenge. Meet Alex, an assistant manager at a neighborhood convenience store. One day, as he was arranging the snack aisle, he noticed bags of gourmet popcorn and artisanal cheese dips on opposite ends. An idea sparked. Why not display them side by side, introducing customers to a potential snack pairing they hadn't considered? Alex created a mini display and, as an added incentive, offered a small discount for customers who purchased both. The result? Many customers, intrigued by the pairing, tried the combination, and it wasn't long before Alex noticed a marked uptick in sales for both products. One customer even remarked, I would have never thought of pairing these together, but it's such a great idea. Cross-merchandising isn't just about selling more, it's about offering value and convenience to the customer. It's about suggesting combinations that might enhance their experience. 
As you take on the cross merchandise challenge, you're not only potentially boosting sales, but also fostering a more engaging shopping environment. So look around your store with a fresh perspective, identify those complementary pairs, and witness the transformative power of strategic product placement. Conclusion. Assistant managers, you're equipped with the power to influence buying decisions through effective product placement and visual merchandising. Remember, it's all about maximizing visibility, harnessing the power of complementary products, and creating attractive, cohesive displays. Your store isn't just a place to shop, it's a visual experience. Make it count. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. 1. How often are you rotating products and can this frequency be optimized? 2. Which displays in your store are currently underperforming and how can they be improved? 3. Are there any products that consistently get overlooked and how can they be made more visible? 4. How can you use seasonality to your advantage in visual merchandising? 5. In what ways can customer feedback guide your product placement and display decisions? Remember, every product has a story. It's your job to make sure that story gets noticed. Happy merchandising. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Survive from the C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode.